Hello and welcome back to the Mester Success Podcast. So today's episode is going to be about some of the habits that have been changing my life. I used to think of myself as lazy and unmotivated, but since I've been making an effort to shift my mindset and implement new habits, I have completely turned it around. Hi, I'm Jordan and I'm another 20-something with big hopes and dreams, but no connections and nowhere to start. The Mess to Success podcast is all about learning from your mistakes and building the confidence to become a bad bitch who's not afraid to chase down your own success. Join me so we can journey together on the pathway to success, whether it's your career, personal life, money, or mindset. On Mess to Success, we're going to share it all. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I'm really, really excited about today's topic because some of the habits I talk about um, have been having such a positive impact on my life and my well-being, so I'm really excited to get into it. But before that, I hope you've all been having a good week. So my week has been pretty great. It went so fast, so I've been super, super busy with work, like my my nine-to-five job. So for those who don't know, I am a marketing and event coordinator. And at my work, we're introducing a lot of new projects. So I've been working my booty off creating marketing materials for that. Um, I've also started listening to a new podcast all about manifesting. It's called Balanced Monday and it's amazing. I'm literally obsessed with manifesting at the moment. So if you would like to learn a little bit more about manifesting, then I really, really recommend you listen to Balanced Monday podcast. It's really good. Anywho, on to today's topic, which is all about habits. Before I jump into the habits that have, you know, been having a great impact on me, I thought I'd share some techniques around making habits and actually sticking to them. So I've actually been doing some research and reading up on ways to create and keep habits. And here is what I found. Consistency is key. If you want to keep a habit, you have to do it every day. It's not going to become a habit unless you commit and do it every day. At first, it's usually easy because you're all motivated and you're on the high of being like excited to start a new habit. But once that wears off, it is so easy to get bored and you want to move on and start something new. It's not worth it anymore. But trust me, don't do that. Just stick with it. And once you've cemented it as a habit, it removes the decision making around doing it and it just becomes automatic and it becomes natural and it becomes so worthwhile. Only introduce habits that serve you. Don't start a habit just because someone else is. If it's not going to work for you, if it doesn't excite you, if it's not going to get you closer to your end goal, then don't waste your time. Even some of the habits I'm talking about today, they work amazingly for me, but if they're not going to work for you, then just don't waste your time bringing them into your routine. It's just a waste of your own time. Don't get too caught up on results. So this one, I know when we start a habit, we want to see those results straight away. But let's say that you introduce exercise as a brand new habit to your routine. It would be ridiculous to expect a six pack after one day of exercise. So the same thing kind of goes with these habits here. You can't expect to experience a crazy shift or breakthrough immediately when you introduce the new habit. They're probably going. There's probably not going to be any payoff for a while. So don't place all of your validation on results. Instead, try to remind yourself of the why and congratulate yourself on the progress regardless of what your results are. So those are just some of the basic areas of making habits. But at the end of this podcast, I'm going to recommend two books about habits that really, really helped me. So stay tuned for that. I will reveal them at the end. 
Habit number one, wake up early. Look, I cannot stress this enough how much this has changed things for me. I know waking up early seems yucky, but trust me, it really does make a difference. Since I've been waking up earlier, I've been finding it so much easier to get my exercise done. I'm more motivated to write in my journal. I have time to meditate. Uh, This is a new addition to the morning routine, so I've only been doing it for a few weeks. Maybe I'll make a podcast discussing it and whether it's working or not for me um, in a few weeks time but yeah I've only just started it one of my new habits Um, and in general it just puts me in a better mood for my working day because I actually have time for myself to do what I want before I go and work in an office for nine hours to start implementing this habit you can either just dive straight in and just set your alarm for 5 a.m and wake up at 5 a.m or you can slowly get yourself used to it so just start waking up about 20 minutes earlier than what you usually would And as time goes on, start waking up a little bit earlier, bit by bit. I personally, um, I just went balls to the wall and started waking up at 5 a.m. And I'll be honest, it was super hard at first. Um, Like I probably only had about a 60% success rate of actually dragging myself out of bed. But after being persistent and not giving up, it's actually, um, it's been about two months now, two months of waking up early. And now I wake up at 5 a.m. every day and I feel great. Even on weekends when I don't set an alarm and I actually give myself permission to have a bit more of a sleep in and just sleep in until my body's ready to wake up. Usually my body clock just naturally wakes me up early. Um, Also with the help of my cat who is now used to getting his breakfast at 5 a.m. and will meow at me until I drag my ass out of bed to feed him. So, you know, that's another technique. Uh, If you want to wake up early, I recommend getting a cat. So habit number two is exercise. I have had a very, very love-hate relationship with exercise over the years. Um, If I'm being honest with myself, mostly a hate relationship. So I've always been active. Like I did sport in school. I played soccer. I played touch. I was massively into dancing and ballet, which kept me pretty fit. But in terms of actually exercising for the sake of building fitness, losing weight or feeling good, I'd never really been able to do that. Um, I could always exercise if it was in a team setting or at school, but never on my own. So I joined a gym when I was 15 and I went for almost two years. And for most of that two years, I sat on my ass on the yoga mats and gossiped with my friends. After that, I joined about four different gyms over the space of about five years in the hopes that this time it's going to be different. This time I'm going to commit and be motivated and see results only to stop going after about six months because I despised it and dreaded it. And I'd be too ashamed to quit because I mean, this is a generalization, but you know, like, you know how the people at the gym can get when you try to quit. Like, you know, Mm. Um, then I just end up paying for like eight months after I stopped going and just wasting my money. Uh, Repeat cycle times four. That was until last year during the first COVID lockdown when I had to work at home. Uh, At the time where I worked, I was on my feet and moving around for like nine plus hours a day. When all of a sudden we went into lockdown and I was at home on a computer all day, I actually realized how important it is for me to be active. Um, So I started going on daily walks, no pressure, low intensity workouts, and it quickly became the highlight of my day. Like I lived for these walks. And I know I'm not the only one. Like I know 
a lot of us out there, when it came to lockdown, the highlight of our day, we're going for our like one walk a day. (laughs) By starting slow and small, it made it so much easier to keep going. So that was a year ago now. And now I go for a walk or run every day and do yoga and Pilates each morning. And honestly, I feel amazing. Don't be fooled. It literally took me a year of starting slow and walking to get where I am now. I feel great. I'm noticing changes in my body. I'm fitter than ever. And working out doesn't feel like as much of a chore because I'm so persistent with it that it's actually become a daily habit. And that just removes all of the decision making and makes it so much easier to keep up because now it's not a matter of like, am I going to work out today? It's like my body just knows, yes, I'm going to work out today. It's just a matter of what time and what type of exercise I'll be doing. Yeah, really recommend getting into exercise, but really just don't expect immediate results with this one. Just start super, super small, ease yourself into it and just be persistent. Like even just going for a five minute stretch each day five minute stretch like everyone can do a five minute stretch like you can literally do that before bed or when you first wake up like and then just keep doing it day by day and you'll build the muscle and it will become so much easier for you and number three read books that will make you feel good what you surround yourself with and what you feed your brain with is going to have a reflection on your feelings thoughts and emotions if you're feeding your brain with crap and negativity you're going to feel like shit this does not include activities that you do to relax and unwind like if you enjoy watching trashy reality tv because it's fun and you enjoy it then by all means keep doing it because i certainly do side note if any of you watch love island please hit me up I'm literally obsessed, especially the UK version. I love it so much. Anyway, moving on. What I mean by reading books that makes you feel good is reading books about people who inspire you to be better, reading books that will help you learn and grow, but only books that you are genuinely interested in and books that will make a difference for you. For me personally, I'm not really interested in reading a book by a male author all about the hustle and grinding to get a million dollars by working 14 hour days and never resting because the grind never stops. So that's not to say that other people don't enjoy those kinds of books and find them beneficial because they definitely do. And there's such a market out there for that kind of thing. It's just that those books don't motivate me at all. They don't interest me and they low-key make me feel like shit. So for me, I personally prefer books written by successful women. They tell stories about how they change their life and their habits and they're living in alignment and they're able to achieve all of this wonderful success. So that is definitely more my style of book that I prefer. These books get me so fired up and they encourage me to keep going. Yeah, I really recommend finding the books that work for you. Don't force yourself to read some kind of self-help book just because Gary Vee recommended it and you feel like, oh, Anthony Robbins, Gary Vee recommended these books. Like I got to read if I want to make a million dollars. Like don't do that. Find books that genuinely interest you because if you try to force yourself to read books that don't work for you, then you're just going to lose interest altogether and not do it. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm a book nerd, but I can't force myself to read a book that's not going to be interesting for me. So don't feel like you have to do that. All right. Find something that works for you. There is that many books out there. I promise you your perfect story is out there. You've just got to find it. As I've said in a previous episode, I'd be so happy to do a full podcast episode recommending the books that get me fired up. So if you want that, just let me know and I can whip that up for you guys. 
Anyway, moving on. Number four, listen to podcasts that inspire you. So this is very similar to the last one, but so, so effective. Honestly, listening to podcasts changed my life so much. First of all, they are so easy to listen to. Are you joking me? Like you can listen while you're driving. You can listen while public transporting. You can listen while cleaning, exercising, everything. Don't get me wrong. I love listening to podcasts for entertainment like Morbid, the true crime podcast. If you listen to that podcast, let me know. I love it. It's so good. I'm so obsessed with true crime. I also listen to podcasts like Shameless, like pop culture podcasts, but I also love listening to self-development podcasts and podcasts from people who inspire me. It puts me in such a good mood and it feels so great to know that there are women out there on a similar path to me, building successful empires and trying to become better people. I especially enjoy listening to these kinds of podcasts when I'm out on a walk doing some exercise. It just gets me so fired up. Like I'm walking, I'm listening to a podcast about this bad bitch who is like achieving all of her dreams and I'm just like, yes, I feel so inspired. Or when I'm driving on the way to work on my commute, I love listening to like a motivational podcast. It just gets me going. Number five, journaling. So if you listen to my podcast about journaling, then you'll know all about this. But I am so obsessed with journaling at the moment. It feels so incredible to get my thoughts out on paper instead of trying to address everything internally. I'm definitely a visual person. So seeing something written out on paper makes me feel so much better. If I'm stressed or anxious, I write about it and I try to identify why I'm feeling that way. And it's so helpful. I also use my journal as a place for positivity. And literally, I just gas myself up so much in my journal. If you read my journal, you'd literally think I'd have the hugest ego because I just consistently remind myself how amazing I am and all of the success I want in my life is on its way to me. So if you want to hear me go in a bit more depth about journaling and how it's changed my life, definitely check out episode four of the podcast, Journaling 101. I go into a bit more of a deep dive there. Number six, positive self-talk, girl or boy. This one is real. Do you make self-deprecating jokes at your own expense? Do you put yourself down all the time to be modest and relatable? Do you look in the mirror and call yourself ugly and gross and fat, etc.? Because I used to do these things constantly. I used to think it was so funny to put myself down. And I also used to think that if you hyped yourself up and thought you were beautiful and were proud of your work, that you were full of yourself and that you were a narcissist. Both of those things could not be further from the truth. Like I said, whatever you're filling your brain with is going to reflect outwardly. So if you're constantly constantly doubting your greatness, putting yourself down, questioning yourself, you're going to be trapped in an endless cycle of insecurity. Calling yourself ugly and dumb every day isn't going to all of a sudden make you smart and beautiful. On the other hand, if you genuinely start to love yourself and be more positive towards yourself, you're going to feel a hundred times better. Start replacing the self-deprecating humor and self-doubt with love and appreciation for yourself. And I promise you'll start to feel it. If you're not into self-development All of this might sound a little bit far-fetched and a bit ridiculous, but it seriously works. Successful people and millionaires don't go around telling everyone how lazy they are, how dumb they are, how disgusting they are, because they know they aren't those things. They know they're amazing. They know they're incredible. So by entertaining those kinds of thoughts and that kind of language, you're actually attracting that to yourself. But if you change up your language, it may take time, but you will feel it. You will become better, smarter, and more comfortable with yourself. So this one, again, it can take a bit of time to get into this habit, 
because if you're used to thinking a certain way your thoughts can your thoughts are habits as well so the way you think that is habitual thinking so if you constantly like think insecure thoughts then it might take some time to work through that and shift your thoughts into something more positive but please please try to work on this because I promise you, you will start to feel so much better when you start to love yourself and show yourself a bit more appreciation and you really will feel it on the outside. Those are the six key habits I've been implementing the last few months or so that are seriously making a massive difference for me. If you want to learn more about making habits and keeping them, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the following two books. You've got You Are a Badass at Making Habits by Jen Sincero. This book is amazing. I am obsessed with anything Jen Sincero at the moment. She has like a series and it's called You Are a Badass. And like the first one is just a general self-development book. Great for people who are just getting into self-development. She's got You Are a Badass at Making Money. Oh, I love it. I'm going to be a millionaire thanks to this woman. And then You Are a Badass at Making Habits. So really recommend that one. And then the other book I'm going to recommend to you is Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. This is a really, really good book it kind of goes a bit more deeply into like the psychology of making habits and how to keep lasting habits they're both really really great books so if you want to kind of go a bit more deeply into the how and why of making habits please feel free to check out those books they're great they're both by female authors and they're both really inspiring if you have any habits that have changed your life please feel free to share it with me dm me on instagram or tiktok at jordan k creative or join me on the mess to success Facebook community and share it there. The mess to success Facebook community is quite small at the moment, but we will grow and we are going to be a community of successful bitches. Mark my words. That is what it's going to be. I have one more request. If you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please share it on your story or share it wherever. Tell a friend about it. Let people know about the podcast. And also, if you could rate me five stars on Apple Podcast app, I would be eternally grateful. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and I will be back next week for another Mess to Success podcast episode.